This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, and we're joined by Kevin uh, via Google Hangouts through the power of the interwebs, giving you the gaming news every single week like we do, uh, because gaming is important to us. And if it's important to you, you should stay tuned and listen and, uh, and subscribe and follow us however you can on Facebook and Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. We're everywhere. And yeah, we love games and a lot of other things. But uh, yeah, if you're a nerd and you love gaming, you found the right place. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we haven't had a lot of gaming news uh, this week. I think it's a little sparse because it's the beginning of the year. Um, I, think that I feel like everybody's of... on vacation and they're just they're just kind of getting back into the swing of things and nobody wants to announce something right after everybody just got their presents. And yeah, um, there are rumors that there's going to be a Switch or a Nintendo Direct this week. Um, but we haven't confirmed that yet, so that's that's not official news. That's just mm -hmm. the rumor of the week, yeah. our segment that will come up almost <laughs> never. Yep, because usually, uh, usually we go for like the the legit news. We try to vet the news for everyone, so that way, if we're giving you something, there's at least some credibility to what we're saying. Um, not only for us, but we also don't want you to be informed, you know, and we don't want to do the Fox News, you know, some people say, and then just fill in the blank with whatever we feel like saying. Um, we're actually going to vet everything, uh, and we do vet everything. Um, the first bit of news, though, is we got some news about Paladins, which, if you're not familiar with Paladins, Paladins is the other Overwatch. Um, it's, yeah. it's it's pretty it's, much it's kind of like it's it's basically um, Overwatch for for free the same way that uh fortnite is PUBG for free mm -hmm. and so um it's it's a bunch of the the heroes and everything and uh this this is actually i'm going to give you a little bit of a spoiler for for our 2018 predictions but um because i didn't actually say it on the show mm -hmm. yet um this does not count for my um three games releasing a battle royale mode this year because <laughs> i i see that as absolutely happening fortnite was the one that did it yep. first they're the ones that yep. did it the most popular um after after PUBG did but i think that it's it's a, a mode mm -hmm. that will not be as difficult for for people to add and so i think that it's something that's going to show up in a in a bunch of other stuff but i think you're right again because i didn't say it before it was announced this one doesn't count for my prediction Okay, so you're saying three more after this? Yes, three more after this. I'm, you know what? I can see that happening. Uh, I think that that the battle royale mode is going to be the horde mode of this generation. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's 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 good, and once once something is good, everyone is going to try to emulate it. That's what happened yeah. with first person shooters. Happened with platformers. And anytime you have a unique concept to a game, people start emulating it and using it and seeing how can we put this into our into our intellectual property. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think what's going to happen is you'll have a ton of imitators and you're going yeah. to have certain ones rise to the top. For any, for example, uh, uh, there was in, within the battle, uh, the news about Paladins and Battle Royale, I'm looking up the actual uh, quote here to make sure I quote it properly. Um, 
come on. There was a quote from uh, PUBG developer. I'm trying to see which, who, who, oh, it's the PUBG Corp vice president. He said, after listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing the gameplay for ourselves, we're concerned that Fortnite may be replacing the experience for which PUBG is known. So they know that Fortnite has taken over. Um, I actually played Fortnite for like an hour with my, with my nephew this morning. And it's it's fun i think the colors are nice and overblown uh, i think that um to me fortnite's a little easier to jump into and it's a little easier for the younger younger generation um yeah. and uh, not only that it's free so uh he, you know he's he's playing fortnite and you know he and i are both pretty bad at it but it doesn't matter you can jump right back in you just leave as soon as you die you leave the game you jump into another game so i think we played seven or eight matches actually sorry it wasn't an hour we talked for an hour i think 25 or 30 minutes of it was playing uh, playing at fortnite and 25 30 minutes we played i think seven or eight games probably around that we died a lot yeah. we had a lot of fun <laughs> you jump in and you just try to survive as long as you can and yeah uh, and uh, Fortnite also has the 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 silly aspect that uh, the PUBG lacks. Yeah. Because um, like they and they, one of my favorite things about that game in particular is that they they added the um, the ability to make a bush that you could pick up and, and walk around with yes. because so many people were using that as like their strategy. As a cover, and I love yeah. that because yeah, and so like yeah. it's 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 basically uh, PUBG meets Prey. Yeah, because in, when you're running around in prey, you eventually become scared of like, there's three shoes, or should that coffee cup really be there? And you know, <laughs> yeah, a bush yeah, could we, be you know, wherever it's in contact with the ground. So yeah, it makes you we, paranoid. Not, we like hid in we hid in bushes. Uh, the Christmas bushes still going on. Um, we hid in a lake for a little while because we saw people running around and we didn't want them to see us. So we ran and we were really close to the lake. We got in the lake and crouched down, so we're really low and didn't move. <laughs> So everyone's like moving, everyone's moving around and they're way too far away. And we were trying to walk through slowly. And then another yeah. team saw what we were doing. But the team that we were actually going, we were playing a squad based and the, t the squad that we were going, that we were targeting, um, hadn't noticed us. And we were about to, we were about to get into kind of a kill range. Um, we were being really careful about it because we didn't want to shoot and have them know, we, you know, what was going on. Uh, and then someone saw, saw what we were doing, but, um, I mean, I, I really like it. I think Paladins is going to bring the the over-the-top fantasy element to it because they have a lot of the yeah. magic and, and technology that's, that you know, Fortnite and PUBG don't have. PUBG is more realistic. Fortnite is, is more fun, but it's not as crazy futuristic or magic, which Paladins is. And they were also... Uh, Paladins is also adding a, a mount, um, which I haven't played paladins i've watched people play it but i don't understand when i saw that i thought i immediately thought of world of warcraft i'm like why do you need a ma i guess it's going to be yeah. something you can grab and then run you know either to a, i don't know I'd have, I'd have to dig into i don't know enough about the game to really speak to that to why that's important but yeah. people were happy about it i don't know um anyways, well, it, was, it was worth noting because mm -hmm. um fortnite was uh didn't originally have the battle royale mode yeah. Um, but when they added that, it just shot to the top of the of the downloadable charts and the free to play uh, system, which really hadn't worked on PlayStation up until yeah. now. But that one seems to be doing quite well. 
yeah, it's it's working well, and I think because it's doing so well that uh, when um, other Fortnite, when other games, other Fortnite games within the intellectual property come out, people are going to take notice now, and they wouldn't have yeah. taken notice before. And I think that's what is really cool about this. It's 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 almost a viral marketing. It worked for them. It, it's not going to work for everyone. But yeah. to throw out that it's kind of like throwing that free free demo weekend or um, you know a free multiplayer uh, version of a game or specific things and then and then you know saying hey six months we're gonna have the full game ready that's basically what they're what they're doing with this it's gonna work really well for them because now my nephew knows about all of his all of my nephew's friends are talking about Fortnite and they know yep. about PUBG but they play Fortnite because for them that's free and they're like well i don't have 30 dollars to, bu to buy PUBG, <laughs> but i'm playing fortnite so for the younger generation who has to really watch you know they may get only like a handful of games every year and you know he saves up his allowance to play games i think this was working really well it was on to other news we can keep ranting about that but um well, well before before we mm -hmm. leave this um yeah. it, it is the official twiatch recommendation uh -huh. that you go and find the movie battle royale yes because they they talk, talking about uh, uh, properties that take other ideas and transform it into something else. Battle Royale preceded Hunger Games. Yes. And that's what's being referenced in this, which is, you know, last one standing. And the original um, the original movie, yeah. um, I, I, I don't remember if it was ever like I think it got dubbed. I don't think the second one did, but uh, dub or subtitles, uh, wherever wherever you can find that, highly recommended. It's 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 a really really fascinating movie and a look into the the human psyche. Oh yeah, and was banned in the United States until Hunger Games was going to release, and then all of a sudden it was allowed to be released. Yep. So, <laughs> which is great. Which so, is which uh, is so fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mo moving to to other news, uh, mm -hmm. we have Switch as the best selling console ever in the U.S. Um, and Nintendo was the one that had the had the record before. Yep. Um, that was with the Wii, and and basically, the thing is that you know if they make a a quality system and they make it available, yeah, we buy it. Yep. And, and so, Switch, for the most part, Switch is now kind of available. I mean, it is where I am. Yeah. I know it. I know it sells out really quick, um, but for the most part, it's 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 a lot more available than it was um yeah. it's but it's similar to the wii if you really want one you need to hunt one down um but it's not as bad the wii was for the first year was was hard to come by um because yep. everyone wanted one the switch is becoming that way though and i think the i think you're right you you bring out a quality console and nintendo has proven with the wii and with the nintendo switch you don't have to have hardcore power to get the hardcore gamers um, the Wii yeah. appealed to appealed to everyone because people were like, "Oh, I can play bowling," or "I can play." The, you know, it, it appealed to the, to the grandmas. I think that that's really what it, it appealed to. People who wouldn't normally play games were playing uh, playing Wii. Everyone knows Nintendo so well that when they come out with the Switch and they show this handheld that also docks, I've talked to. Um, adults who are not, who are who were gamers or aren't gamers anymore, but their kids are gamers, and they ask yeah. about the Nintendo Switch, and I mention I explain it to them, and they immediately to them it translates to, oh, that's like two game consoles because they're thinking, yep. well, my kid has a 3DS, and he has this other console. If I get him this one thing, it's it's both. 
Yes. Yes, it is. You can play it. You can play (laughs) it. And I mean, I know I'm in the minority for this, but I have, I have one switch. I may get a second one. Whitney's considering it. We were talking about some to, to, to have flexibility. So that way she has her own switch. That way, um, we can play games. uh, She was seeing people playing Mario Kart with two switches next to each other. And she's like, Oh, we can't do that. I'm like, well, if we had another switch, we can, um, I'm in the minority that I have two switch docks and one switch, but I have a switch dock in the office and I have one in the living room. I can play switch, um, obviously handheld. I can dock it in the, in the TV or I can put it in the office. And for me, I use the office uh, as a way to be able to stream, uh, or capture gameplay because it's a little easier, uh, of a setup than, um, having a, a capture card out in the living room. But a lot of people have that where they, they got a second dock because they want they have a switch and they want to play in uh, another room. Maybe they've got uh, the kid, uh, a kid has two, two um, uh, a kid has a switch. He wants to play in the living room and his room. I've seen adults where they have, have uh, a dock in the living room and their bedroom. It, it adds flexibility in a way that other consoles can't add. It's also really flexible in that um, the dock is universal. Like there's there's no extra setup to that, so you can have a dock in the in the living room with the yep. main the main entertainment setup, mm-hmm. and whoever plugs the the switch into the dock, it's it just goes. Yeah, there's and no that's, pairing. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about this system is is it just works. Yes, the Joy Cons are the same way. If I have Joy Cons, if I have if if you're thinking. If you're if you're um, if you have two switches in the household and you have a bunch of Joy Cons, let's say they're on a charging station, or maybe someone left them on the table, and you look at them and go, "I want to play a game." You don't care about whose controllers they are. You're just like, "I want to play a game." Someone, you know, uh, someone took off the Joy Cons, docked it, and now I don't know which Joy Cons are which. Doesn't matter. Slide them in. They're done. It immediately pairs. It's not a. It's not a, a something where you have to look up online, um, where you go. Okay. Well, how, I, I think PlayStation does a really good job. If you have a cable, you just plug it in, hit the button, and it's yep. done. Xbox, it, you 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 can do that, but or you can hit the button. You hit the sync button once uh, on the Xbox. You hit it on the controller. But for someone who just wants to get up and go, for the casual audience, and, I'm, and by that I mean people who just want to play games. They don't care about how the technology works. They just want to go. Whitney's that way. She wants to play yeah. a game. If, it, if there's too much to set it up, she's disinterested. It's, it, 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 that's too much work. She plays games to not work. So to just dock the Joy-Cons, it's, immediate, it's amazing. That I think the Nintendo Switch is becoming probably one of my favorite consoles because of its flexibility um yeah. you weren't you weren't uh, uh, able to to join last week when we were talking about the 64 gig um cartridges that are coming out for switch um so i didn't get your opinion on it uh to kind of quickly state my opinion everyone is talking doom and gloom because the nintendo switch car- cartridges go up to 32 gig it only has um 32 on the system itself uh so Everyone's talking doom and gloom because the game downloads that are required and the game size uh, to put onto a um, onto a cartridge. Uh, to summarize my statement on it was the developers are not going to have too much of an issue with this if they actually care about how bloated their code is. Uh, Call of Duty's 11 or 12 gig um, for a for a PC. 
when it goes yeah. on to a PS4 or Xbox, it's bloated up with with um, software that's specifically made to make sure you can't um, copy the software out and burn it to a disc. Uh, I think that the cartridges are going to be fine if developers do what they need to do. Breath of the Wild, I think, is nine gig. That game is yeah. huge. Yeah, the textures aren't yeah. great, aren't, aren't amazing, but you don't need that. Uh, well, and they... you were also you were also pointing out the um, the 4K resolution and everything, and like the the Switch is is it's 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 pretty, mm -hmm. but you can do a lot of things with with the art style. And they managed to put Doom on there. There's a little bit yeah. of tearing, but it's 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 really if the if the developers are willing to put in the time to mm -hmm. to make it work, yeah. it can absolutely happen. And so um, yeah. I'm very much. I'm very much in agreement on that. Yeah. Um, the other piece of news that's also come out with uh, the best-selling console in the U.S. Um, it's also uh, that also happened in Japan, and so those are those are the two primary markets for consoles. And uh, it's also interesting because in Japan, um, console gaming had had fallen off considerably yeah. because uh, handhelds were so big, and so the Switch is ideal for that market because it reaches out again to everyone and yep. and it's it's in a different way than the Wii appeal to everybody because like you said you know the the appeal from everyone to ho hardcore gamers too mm -hmm. and we always say it colloquially is is the grandmas and yeah. the, the other the other element of that was the was the price i think yes and the the switch is not budget priced and it's still selling like this and that's pretty yeah. amazing they've really was... nailed what yeah good what it is that people were looking for. Oh yeah, it was it it nailed it. And um, one thing that I thought was amazing is that it was the best-selling console during holiday season. And so during holiday season, Xbox you can get an Xbox One S for it was two hundred dollars. A lot of them were two hundred dollars, and they threw in some games, uh, like a game or two. Um, the PlayStation Four Slim was the was the same situation. So you have a hundred dollars less. And you could get a PS4 Slim, or you could get an Xbox One S. They're not the top of the line of their uh, of their manufacturers, their their developers. But honestly, I mean, if you're looking at that for uh, again talking from like a parent perspective, if a parent's trying to buy a gift for a kid, a lot of times they go, okay, well, these are two hundred dollars. Well, I can grab one of these, and they're going to love it, and they will. But yeah. the fact that Nintendo has enough pull that that kids want to play and that, that's what really shows to me the kids wanted to play nintendo again they i yeah. think that a lot of kids skipped the wii u because they were playing 3ds the wii u didn't confused a lot of people and it wasn't that big of a deal but now you're seeing kids migrate from the 3ds to to the switch it's an upgrade for the 3ds it's what the wii u should have been and it there's a reason it's selling like hotcakes. It's a it's a great console, and I think people are going to be snobs about graphics, but I don't think graphics matter in this case. If graphics mattered, then no one would be playing Hearthstone and other games on a on a phone um, with 720p or so for the actual game. I don't care about your screen DPI. I'm talking about the actual games running in 720. Your screen may look pretty, and people are spending thousands of dollars on it. So I think the, I think it shows that if you have a if you have good games, people are going to buy it. Um, Absolutely. I know that, and I think that's, um, we'll get into it uh, in the next segment if you're listening on here. If another YouTube video uh, later, talk about most anticipated games. One of my most anticipated games is Sea of Thieves. And much like Fortnite and other games, 
The graphics are very cartoony, very stylized, which allows the process the processors not to have to work as hard. You're not having to do crazy 4K textures into into the the pimples on someone's face and the freckles. You don't have to do any of that. Um, and that game looks really fun. I know it's not yeah. gonna. I know it's 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 an Xbox thing, so it's not gonna come to Switch. But man, I would play that on Switch. I mean. I would play the heck out of that on Switch. I would bring that to people's houses and play with their Switches. I mean, it's awesome. But um, anyways, enough uh, talking about Switch. Let's talk about racing games, which yeah. are our absolute I mean, favorites. <laughs> well, okay. See, you say that, but like Burnout is like Burnout is is my favorite series yeah. as far as racing. Like, I I would actually rather play Burnout than Mario Kart. Mario Kart's fun to play with friends and everything. But like, if I just want to sit down, the game that I get excited about yeah. is bur- is Burnout. This well, is Burnout Paradise. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite on that series, um, but it's getting an HD remaster. It'd been rumored for a while. A couple yeah. of like, uh, it was it was leaked on like a, a Brazilian online store, and then one in I want to say Italy or somewhere. Yeah. But uh, EA's finally confirmed it. They say it's coming out in spring um, based on the leaks. And I mean, like I said, this is confirmation of leaks that were before. And the date on those tended to be March 16th. Um, EA didn't actually announce a date for it. But uh, but based on the fact that this is a confirmation of previous leaks, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that they're at least aiming for March 16th as the release date for the HD remaster of Burnout Paradise. Yeah, which... Uh... <sighs> I think I think Burnout is is great. Uh, those are strong words saying you'd rather play that than Mario Kart. But I think if you're playing as an individual, yes, yeah, I single agree. player. If if you're playing multiplayer, I don't think that anything beats Mario Kart in my opinion. Uh, maybe yeah. Rocket League, but that's a that's a different league. <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's not that, that's that's not a that's not a racing game. Like that's a, that's a different genre. Exactly. But for racing, if I want to play multiplayer. Uh, I don't think it beats Mario Kart again because it appeals to everyone. I can put that game in my dad's hands, who hasn't played games since uh, like the like the first Nintendo. He was talking about buying, uh, or he has an Xbox at his house that was that he bought for my nephew. My nephew's yeah. moved out with his his mom and him moved out of my parents' house. They and they bought my Xbox One S, so he now has a game console at each uh, at each location. And yeah. my dad was sa- was asking me like, uh, you know, what are some what are some fun games? Is there anything that I'd like on here? Because he was talking about Call of Duty and some other games um, that I don't think he would like as much. Uh, I'm trying to get him to play Batman Telltale. Um, yeah. Because I think that it's it has enough of an entry point that he won't go. You know, that it's not going to be too daunting. Uh, but going from playing a, an NES to playing a 360 is daunting. But going from playing an NES, someone who's never played uh, modern console games the past 15, 20 years, I can hand them a Joy-Con and play Mario Kart with them. Really yeah. quickly just say, hey, this go. This is the button that goes. Don't worry about brakes. Just have fun. <laughs> and then they will. Yeah. Um, so so back, back to the actual news. Yeah. Um, 
this this is encouraging because one of the things that that tends to happen with a lot of of older games um eas in particular um because they they do a lot of, of really cool stuff with soundtrack they'll do they'll do current music and whatever they'll have you know the darkness or the killers or whoever and like music that really goes along with it and so uh for them to do an hd remaster that means that they had to go back to the the record labels and be like okay do you remember how we used to have your music on a thing? We want to do that again. Yep. And so for for me, this is this is encouraging because, again, it keeps it keeps a game, uh, I guess, current. Sure. Um, and and right now, I think we only have that it's coming to PS4. I, I don't believe remember so. seeing anything about uh, Xbox. I, but, I believe uh, so. It may be one of those things that's not that's that's they're just talking about PlayStation because PlayStation is the one pushing it. Um, but yeah. I, no, I, th I think you're right. It, it's also a lot cheaper to do a to do a remaster and port a game uh, and up you know upgrade a game to port over to the next generation, even two generations up. Uh, it costs a lot less money uh, to do that as opposed to developing an entirely new game. So it keeps it fresh in people's minds while they're working on another game which is what i think uh excuse me as i sneeze um i think bethesda's actually doing that that's why people are complaining about skyrim being on everything but i think that they're doing that because they know their games take forever forever to make because yeah. it's so because the fallout and sky and, and skyrim and uh, elder scrolls are so deep that they they keep releasing Skyrim on other platforms to keep it in people's minds and to make a lot of money, but yeah. I think that uh, I um, think that's the reason why they do it. I, I actually looked it up, and Burnout Paradise is on the backwards compatible list, so you can you can still okay. play Burnout Paradise on your Xbox One, uh, but this is this is a, a remaster. So which, yeah, which is good because sometimes they get a little buggy. I mean, um, they're not unplayable but sometimes the frame rates aren't as great um and it doesn't it doesn't really it's not really an upgrade to play it on the xbox one i'm playing dark souls on my xbox one but it's the 360 version of dark souls yeah. and it's not it's not bad it works really well but when i come into the office and play that on the pc it, it blows it out of the water. It's this, it, the game came out at the same time, but because of continued support and upgrading your, you know, the uh, support for better processors and better GPU, um, yeah, it looks amazing on uh, on PC and it continues to sell a lot. Um, so I, th I think remasters are are important for that reason, uh, which we'll talk about more in the in our predictions. The last bit of news for today is uh, is also racing, which means that half of our headlines for this week are about racing games. Uh, Gran, Tur Gran Turismo Sports, uh, they're they're ba they basically put a campaign mode. I forget what they call it, yeah. but um, but like in in previous Gran Turismo games, um, there was always like a campaign where it was it was designed to kind of start you off at the low end and kind of build up, build up, build up, and then you upgrade your car, build up, build up, build up. And then you have a world war. Um, no, that's actually an Izzard thing. So, props <laughs> to those of you who got that. Um, but yeah, so they put the campaign mode in, and this this is what I always played on there. Uh, yeah. GT Sport is much more focused on on the the online and the 
kind of the community. And mm -hmm. so a lot of people were like, oh yeah, but this is not actually how I remember playing this game. Um, but their their community has evolved. And so people who haven't been on, on the Gran Turismo, uh, Gran Turismo ride, track, what would you call that? Um, car wagon? People, <laughs> sure, sure. People who haven't been on the Gran Turismo car wagon yeah. um, for a while, uh, maybe, maybe bought the game and then uh you know looked over at sony and went well where's the where's the parts that i wanted to play yep so they they put that in there and uh i, I think that's i think that's kind of the their version of, of fan service is just you know just reaching out and listening yeah. to the community yeah and which so, i think yeah i think that. that a lot of developers what what happens when you develop a game i mean it's a very uh insulated process you can't Usually you don't want to tell everybody about what else in your game because then they won't be excited about it. Um, I have a couple of friends who are developing games right now who are talking about, I, one of them is, is stream, it, at one point was streaming like him making the levels and other things. And then he was thinking, well, I'm trying to make this game and I've spent, he spent like three years on it so far. Um, and he was saying, you know, I'm probably not going to be done with this game for like a year and a half, two years, you know. Yeah. So, and if I keep showing people everything, people are going to see everything that's great in the game. And sure, it won't have the same effect, but you have to hide something. It's like putting everything into a movie trailer. Uh, so I think that because of that, developers get very uh, insular when it comes to their development. So when the game actually comes out, the fans don't get to have that much input saying, oh, this is what we wanted. I think this is an example of something that they should have known that fans wanted. But, you know, sometimes uh, like Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront's a great example of that. You know, it coming out, the first Battlefront coming out having zero story. Uh, to it and they thought yeah. well they thought people would like this no that's not what the, <laughs> yeah, it may I have mean, been what some people yeah, are okay with but, but yeah yeah um but anyways that that goes on to another topic anyways uh let us know what you think about the the gaming news let us know if we missed anything or if there's something you want to hear more about uh in regards to uh, in regards to gaming and gaming culture and anything geekdom and we'll see you guys later bye Thanks for watching this week in our collective heads. Uh, subscribe over here and click the bell. And that way you'll know about any new videos that we put up because we put up a lot, of, a lot of gameplay, a lot of stories from games and stuff like that. And gameplay is down here. Yeah, and you got more editorials and new stuff down here. Check it out.